Hi, welcome to the first episode of Fire at Will with Erin and Rye. Um, we decided to start a podcast because we have such enriching, amazing, ratchet, and hilarious, honest conversation. We do. <laughs> we do. And we just felt like we wish that some of the things that we discuss, we'd heard before or yes. somebody else had informed us about or yes. you know we just had somebody to just tell us hey girl yeah you're not alone in this right. you know so we've listened to other podcasts searching for that kind of platform and it's not there so we said you know what since it's not there let's just go ahead and create it ourselves we're providing it so we're providing it for each other and we're providing it for other people who need to hear it because we know lots of people need and to it's hear almost it. like a form of therapy for well for me at least absolutely me too because if we're going to be honest then that means it's going to be therapeutic hello and um i also want to stay because i know my cousin's going to be listening that her and i my cousin Keisha, who lives in uh, the UK, her and I were going to do this uh, a couple years ago, but we just couldn't figure out how to make it happen with her being overseas and me being here in Atlanta. So, um, because Erin is here and we do have a similar relationship and our conversations are just as amazing, we just uh, decided to go ahead and do this with me and you. Lovely. Yeah. So we have an amazing conversation. I just don't have an accent. Yeah, she okay. does have the bomb ass accent. Ooh, I love she's sexy as hell. And she's lie. Keisha with an accent. I like oh, yes, that. Honey. Oh, honey. Yes, honey. <laughs> Hey, boo. Hey, Keisha. <laughs> hey, Keisha. Um, so our first episode, Single and Jaded. Mm-hmm. And the reason that we decided to uh, have this as our first episode is because I think that a lot of people um, want to be in relationships. That's like the topic of conversation. Everywhere you every, go. Everywhere. People want to feel loved. They want to be with somebody. Um, but oftentimes as you get older, you know, you kind of say, is it that bad to be single? Right. Unless you fall and then you're by yourself and nobody's checking on you. That's true. So sometimes... Um, Unless you have kids because your kids are checking your on kids, you. Now. Well, if your kids love you, they'll check on you. So my thing is that um, although I desire a partnership, I don't know that I... I know... I, well, I know definitely I don't want it the same way that I thought that I wanted it five years ago, ten years ago, when I was 18, any of that. So, but the reason that this started is because well, you were seeing someone. Yes. Right? I, I had a candidate. And I said... You were telling me, you know, I'm really enjoying this company. The physical chemistry is there. We're having a good time. But it comes with nuances. Yes. And I kept saying to you, girl, all of them do. Mm -hmm. Every relationship, every man, every woman, they come with nuances. Nobody's perfect. And you kept saying, well, he's still, I don't care what what you're saying, right? (laughs) He's not meeting my standards and my expectations. Mm -hmm. So regardless of our chemistry and that fact that he's not that bad of a guy, I got to disconnect from him. Well, here's what I appreciate, though. You were making sure that I wasn't being shallow Mm -hmm. and that I was being real about um, what my expectations are in terms of what another person is bringing. And I think that, um, but me living it and then being able to explain it, I think our conversation, once we kind of brought the entire conversation full circle, then it made sense to you why I was leaving. Right. It's very, very specific baggage issues. I just wanted you to know yeah, that, that I, they, they shit on person. the streets, honey. <laughs> I was just trying to let you know that it's slim pickings in it these streets. It is. And, but slim that's pickings, why. So I wanted was, to make he sure. He was of the slim pickings. Right. So like I had already gone to slim. He was actually physically slim. And also like what he was coming with was kind of slim. But. So, right. He was good at what he was good at. He Listen, was good for what he was good for, honey. Oh. The thing is that if you could have kept him for oh. what he was good, but what happens with men mm-hmm. a lot of times is that 
they say they want, oh, I can deal with this just being a physical situation. But they oftentimes get emotionally attached. And men want to blame women and say that that the woman is wanting more. But oftentimes men do too. Mm -hmm. Um, We are not young. I mean, yes, we're young. But we're not little girls. So we kind of know what we want. Right. Right? So we're at an age where it's hard for a man to really contribute anything more to us. Because we can pay our own bills. Cook our own meals. Mm-hmm. If we feel like traveling, we got it. You know, um, even physically, we could just buy something and help ourselves out. You and know, we I don't. Did. Right, girl. And it's you, been fun. Listen, <laughs> honey. So it's hard for somebody it to come inside of the bed. <laughs> I'm not mad at that, baby. Right. That shit must hello. be amazing. Yes, hello, go ahead, lay down, honey. <laughs> right. You so, need the sheet too. Okay. Listen. <laughs> the thing is this, though. It doesn't take the place of a physical person. It right? doesn't. And I do I do long... For companionship, right? Somebody I'm laughing with, somebody I'm bouncing my day off with, or, or, or they're, they're talking to me because I like that. I like mm-hmm. engaging. I like laughing with somebody. I like sharing my day and my life with someone. But um, I, wanted to, I want to make sure it's the right someone for me, not perfect. Okay, so in your... I'm not going to say how old you are. You're, how many years you've been, ex- you know, you've existed, right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever met anybody that has met all of those needs? No. No. I've never met anybody that's met all of my needs. Um, and then even when, when I think about relationships that I've had that um, just in retrospect, it was a fairly good relationship, there's an issue. So it could have been cheating. It could have been that they had a baby. These things have happened. This right. is real life. Mm-hmm. So, um, But those are non-negotiables because to me, somebody who can look you in your face and, and lie. lie, So Okay, then I agree with you. Distrust. You can, If you can't trust the person automatically, right. they shouldn't even be a candidate. Exactly. Right? So that, I agree. I'm talking about other things. Like, oh, well, the person is, you know... A, good person and our chemistry is cool but they messy as hell you know they finances mm-hmm. are fucked up um they are not aligned with me morally the things that they think is cool i just find i wouldn't do that right but they're a good person mm-hmm. right so do you make accommodation and say okay well there isn't much in these streets let me go ahead and just deal with this because there are a lot of relationships where people look, oh my God, they look like the perfect couple. Mm-hmm. Everything is perfect. No, there is no perfect couple. No. Everybody has issues. Um, everybody brings problems to the table. Mm-hmm. I'm not perfect. Chris isn't perfect. Mm-hmm. Anybody that I've dated, there's always been issues. Right. I'm very strong-willed. Um, I like things my way. No. Girl, yes. Can you believe it? Uh-uh. I know. I seem very flexible. I you know, do. girl, but honey, so sometimes demure. I'm very rigid, girl. No, no. <laughs> Sometimes I'm extremely rigid and I want what I want. When and you thing, want it. And when I want it. But the thing is, that's because I've been single for a very long yes. time. And I'm used to that. And I, I was comfortable with my single space. Mm-hmm. Um, I paid my own bills. I was traveling. I was having a good time. So for somebody to come in and try and dictate what I should do or what I can do. No, no, no. I don't like that. Right. And I think that what I can appreciate about my marriage is that both of us allow each other to be who we are your individual selves i'm not gonna you know i think that a lot of people um, chris goes out a lot Mm -hmm. and i don't so people like well your man's always in the streets and you know if it if it was any other man then i would understand but it doesn't bother me Mm -hmm. i'm not losing no sleep trust me when this man leave i'd like (laughs) pass out girl (laughs) i'm not losing no sleep because i trust him and that's important and the truth is is that 
if he does something that is not acceptable, I'm going to learn about it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find out about it. It's, eventually, I'm going to learn. So it's just like, what am I going to stress about? Right. You know, if he's going to cheat, he's going to do what he's going to do. There's nothing I can do to stop that. Right. I can control my reaction to it, right? But I can't control him. So I'm trying to circle back, though. I'm trying to bring it back mm-hmm. to, to what we were, we were talking about. The good with the bad. Mm-hmm. Do I like that he's always out? Hmm. Eh. Sometimes I'm like, nigga, you need to stay home. Right. But at the same time, I don't like to be controlled. So I have to allow him the freedom that I want for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have to accept the good with the bad. Because that can be annoying for some women. Some women would not be able to deal with that. Right. Some women will really be bothered to the point of maybe tears or insecurity. Mm-hmm. They would not be able to deal with the man that... Goes is, out. Right. It's not that big of a deal to me because I like my solitude. Mm-hmm. So when he's not here, I'm not having nobody pushing up on my booty and I can sleep. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But now I got Zuri and she can, so he might as well stay home yes. and help me out with this because now I'm not getting no sleep. Um, but there are nuances. There are there nuances. Are. You have to make accommodations. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is you dated this guy, you liked him. I liked him. He was good looking. He was good looking. You guys had good physical chemistry. We had great physical chemistry. He may not have had it together financially. Like you had not yet. He was right, on his way. Right. You were you you didn't want to have to coach him. You didn't want to have to raise him up. Well, I didn't want to have to. I, I was actually okay with him being in this transitional place in his life with him trying to figure out what he wanted to do and who he wanted to be. Fine with that because he was he had a dream. So, it's not like we had to figure out what his dream was. Right. He had a goal, so it was about how am I going to go about getting this goal? Mm-hmm. The issue was his insecurities and his immaturity. Mm-hmm. He didn't know how to deal with someone like me. I don't I don't require, well, I won't say that. I don't need much. Um, I don't in terms of um, I don't I don't need anybody all up in my face all the time. Right. I just need you to be cool and I'm cool and, and we have a great time. So this is the thing. You mentioned that he was really insecure and an example was you were going out in Paris and you had on a dress and he was like, well, why the fuck are you wearing that? Right. And who are you trying to go, what are you trying to do by exactly. wearing that? So this is why I kind of not made an excuse for him, but I think that he's used to dealing with women that when he would have said something like that to them, they would have been like, oh my God, he cares about me. Mm. Because people internalize insecurity as a form of love. love and, and it's not true. No. It's not true. But a lot of women are like, well, at least he cares what I'm wearing. At least he cares about the fact that I'm going out and I'm showing a lot of like, oh, he's jealous. No, that means what I he wanted cares to hear about was, me. You, you look, look good. good. Because you're secure. Yes. But he's not used to dealing with women from a secure standpoint. He's used to dealing with women that are insecure. So he's just reacting based on his past experiences. Mm -hmm. So that's why when he says that to you, I'm just like, okay, yes, he's wrong. He's wrong. But I understand his mindset because he's he's not used to dealing with women that are secure in themselves. Because there are a lot of people that aren't. I don't don't go out for attention, but... I know I'm gonna get attention, girl. Yes, I know I'm gonna get it. So and so, but and so, if a man admires me, I'm not giving into that. Like, mm-hmm. th- there's nothing that's going to make me walk over to some man and start flirting with him or whatever. Like, especially if I'm with somebody. Mm-hmm. So if I'm with you, I'm with you, mm-hmm. and you should enjoy that somebody is liking what you got. I agree. That's what I wanted him to so, be more comfortable with. That brings us to the Aisha Curry thing, mm-hmm. right? So 
her perspective was not that she wanted to cheat on step nothing like that no it was you know i'm a woman and i like to feel attractive and what is wrong with me that none of these men want to holler at me nobody but the truth is is that she is banging okay mm-hmm. she got her shit together they do want to holler they don't and it's not because of her it's because they know they cannot bring to the table what her husband does mm-hmm. because he's the bomb he's balling he got his shit together they don't got nothing right they got a 520 credit score what the fuck they gonna bring to <laughs> Aisha they're not gonna holler at her because they have nothing to give to her exactly so they're just they feel insecure why would I talk to a woman of that and uh, set uh, yourself up for the rejection why why right. it just makes no sense so I understand that perspective mm-hmm. I too do like going out I know it doesn't seem like that you'll go out again I go out when <laughs> I feel like it there's exactly. mo- I have my moments and when I go out I do like to feel attractive right if somebody does not regardless of being married or not it doesn't matter everyone likes to feel attractive and everybody likes human interaction. Yes. Everybody, it, there's nothing wrong with that. To me, if you go out and some man says, can I buy you a drink? You look beautiful. And you say, no, I'm married. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you know what? I still want to buy you the drink. Okay, well, thank you. Right. Thanks I'll for take the that drink. drink. I appreciate you. <laughs> okay, at least you know I'm married, but thank you for the drink. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, like, what's the problem? Yes. I know because it's my job to make sure that you know that this is not going to go any further absolutely. than the compliment. Absolutely. That's it. So and even, trust me that I can that I'll handle it that way though. Absolutely. But the thing is that not everybody. That's yeah, true. Is equipped to deal with that kind of thing. So well, I'm I wasn't sure, equipped to deal with somebody that wasn't equipped to deal with it. Well, I got you. That so was then, a headache. I know. I got you. <laughs> I got you. So even like you know, if Chris goes out and he's talking to women at his event you know he does that you gone mm-hmm. and somebody takes a picture of them and they look all close. cozy i'm like what the fuck is this shit right. you know i'll say it to him like can you like <laughs> could you not be as cozy but at the same time it's like i really don't care because mm-hmm. if the picture was taken and he knew that i was gonna see it it can't even be that deep right he's not stupid that man is not stupid. And it's just a half a second. It's a millisecond. Like, seriously. And if, if somebody complimented him and said, hey, you look really good tonight or whatever, and it made him feel good, good for him. Because he's going to bring that good feeling Girl, home yes. to here, I'm not, to you. I'm not right. mad at that. Let him feel good. Let that well, man come feel on good about himself. Come on and through this house because Absolutely. you're feeling good. I like Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I'm not mad at that shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm not losing no sleep over it. Like I said, I'd be over right. here. Okay? <laughs> I'm not worried about what that is. And if I was, then I, w- I should not be married. That's true. So after you and Thugaboo, <laughs> after you and Thugaboo broke up, right? right? After you broke up with him because you felt like this was not going to work for you, you decided to go ahead and start dating other people. So I tried to, I decided to take advantage of these lovely free apps that we have. Mm-hmm. And so I got on Bumble. Mm-hmm. Bumble I got on because someone else told me about it. And the cool part of it is that the woman initiates contact. Right. So like once you connect with people on these apps, then the man. So you don't have a bunch of bum ass. Right. Oh, girl, you fine. Hey, Let me you holla at you. Hey, beautiful. Hey, queen. Like I didn't, I didn't want to. I hate that. when they go. I know. Oh my God. Hey, queen. Stop. Good morning. How you doing? <laughs> I just want to let you know I'm employed and I have great credit and I graduated from. Well, sure. I like to hear that though. Right. <laughs> but guess what? I don't need to hear that from 15 dudes. I like, I don't. I, I want to hear, hear from who I want to hear it from. So, you go so I get on here, mm-hmm. and um, I am talking, you know, trying to initiate contact with some guys. They're not giving me a lot, so I'm like, forget it, and I move on. This one guy, um, he, initiate, he we're, I initiate the contact. We have some good conversation back and forth, and then he's like, can we exchange numbers? Cool. We exchanged numbers. We had three great conversations. Mm-hmm. That's enough for a date. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so then he was like, would you like to meet? Yeah, sure. We meet at this um 
kind of hole in the wallish bar. It has a theme. It has games and things like that. Mm -hmm. I go. In, he's already there when I get there. I go in, order my beer. We go sit in the seating area. Mm -hmm. He's sit, he's sitting next to me, so like we're not facing each other. Mm -hmm. And so we're talking for listen, a good strong hour. I glance over at him as I'm speaking to him. He looks at me as he's speaking to me, and. I noticed that one of his teeth is Oh, kinda... no. But hold on. But every time that he speaks to you, he don't want to face you. Right. He turns So he's like, looking forward yeah, yeah, or he's yeah. looking to the other direction. Yeah. Like, ha, 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 kiki like he's in being it. observant. But, right. But he doesn't want to look you in your no, eyes as looking... he's speaking. Mm -mm. But as you're speaking, his mouth is closed and he's looking at and you. And he's looking at me and right. he's nodding and very appreciative of everything I'm saying. But then you tell him a little joke. You you know, you tickle his and ribs he goes... a little bit. <laughs> he, 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 yeah. And he covers his mouth. and uh -huh. mm -mm, Yeah. Very slick. Right. So, I'm, I did, but I didn't think there was a problem i thought maybe he had like a, a crooked tooth like right. okay fine right. so then he says do you want to play a game and i was like sure so he goes and gets some board games he pick he brings connect four back he sits across from me now we're playing connect four he goes and gets me another drink so i'm like oh, okay but i'm only drinking beer so it's not like he's plying me with whiskey right. so it's all good so then i say something to him and he throws his head back and laughs and one of his front teeth is Girl, missing no. mm -mm. And I said, actually, I said mythin, because <laughs> that's how he should have been talking. When I tell you he was a professional and his gum, the gum where that tooth used to be must have been like calloused because I think that tooth was missing for a long time. And the thing is this, this is, this is what was so, so shocking about this. He had the audacity to really think that he could go throughout the whole date and what you I would mean, not noticing. notice that he's missing a front tooth, not a side tooth. Not, not a back tooth, not a molar, uh -uh. a front tooth, and not he the really standard side was, tooth that a lot I mean, of people are missing. But because the side tooth, you can kind of you're like, okay, you probably got that pulled because you ain't had no money. Okay, fine, whatever. The front, your whole front tooth, and you thought, and what you, I mean, what did, where did you think this was gonna go? Uh -huh. After I realized that you were missing a, what the uh -huh. fuck did you think was going on here? Yeah. So I politely stayed thirty more minutes. I did not mention his missing tooth. Because I don't care. Right. Wanna know why? Because you didn't care enough to share it with me. And guess what? I don't care because I'm never gonna talk to your ass. Again. Never. You and don't ring my phone, don't bumble me, <laughs> humble me, nothing, okay? Nothing. Nothing. Not, I'm not fucking with you, period. Mm -mm. It was unfortunate. So that's the thing. So after dating Thugaboo, you go out with Toothless Ruthless, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you go out with Toothless Ruthless. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So he made Thugaboo not look that bad. He really like, made Thugaboo. He made Thugaboo seem like we should just like maybe I should just you know just soothe his ego right. as often as possible. Right. So I mean, it it did make it seem not that bad, mm -hmm. but it's like you know we also you know we kind of had some volatile moments where it was a little too close for comfort for me. So it felt like if I was really to um, enter into like a, a marriage or stuff, mm -hmm. something with him mm -hmm. that it could have, he would have been super possessive in a way that would have made me unhappy and, and unable to, and unable to like live. Like I wouldn't be able to be here with you having right. this conversation because he'd be blowing me Who up. Who are you talking to? Y'all right. not creating no podcasts. <laughs> Y'all podcast. must, must be fucking. Like that's his thing. Right, like right, even right, with right, right. my girlfriends and it's right. like, nah, I can't, that kind of crazy. And then I don't want to expose his crazy to Your my son. friends, my son, my friend's husbands because yeah, right. it's, it's very disrespectful and then they're gonna have to talk him down like like that kind of crazy just you're right it's not worth it mm -mm. it's not worth it mm -mm. but then this brings it back yeah is it worth it to even 
be in a couple. I mean, the, the truth is, the truth is, I was very content in my singledom. Mm -hmm. I had finally come to a point of security within myself where I did not feel the need to be in a couple. Like, I even went to a wedding and everybody was coupled up and I was single. I was like the only single person there and I did not feel bad about it. That's awesome. I didn't feel bad about it. I'm like, hey, y'all, hey. And then when they threw the bouquet, they're pushing me up to get it. Girl, how about it flew right to me and fell on the floor and yeah. I did not pick it up? <laughs> I did not give a shit. No. I was very comfortable in my singledom. But it took me a long time to get there. Mm -hmm. It took me having bad experiences. It took me uh, learning how to love myself and be in, content in my situation, mm -hmm. getting my credit together. I keep mentioning credit because I think it's that important. financial stability is very important. Mm -hmm. um, and everybody should be financial uh, financially stable on their own before they join mm -hmm. up or meet up with anybody. I don't think that you should join, get into a couple uh, or get into a relationship if you are not together financially. Mm -hmm. So if you're not together financially, work on that first. Um, I had, I was working out. I was feeling good about myself. I was traveling the world on my own accord. Um, my son was thriving. Um, I was just doing well. Everything, I didn't have any headaches. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any problems. Um, and I was dating a couple of different people. And as soon as they started to give me a headache, I was like, mm -mm, you got to go. Right. So as soon as you started demanding too much of me, I was like, I don't have time for this. Because the truth was is that I'm a, I'm a very intentional mother. Mm -hmm. um, and parent so Omar really took up a lot of my time and I was okay with that mm -hmm. I wanted to invest in as much as I could into my son so it was fine for me not to be with somebody all the time I needed somebody that was going to be flexible and allowed me to be with them when I felt like it so then you didn't deal with bouts of loneliness either no because I have my son exactly so that's the thing too so I understand uh, if you don't have children mm -hmm. right if, especially if you don't have a son if you don't have children um, and you don't Okay, you and I have a different relationship with our sons than a lot of people have with their children, period. Right. We're very close to our sons. Mm -hmm. Not everybody has that dynamic. Right. Um, my son is my friend. He's my companion. I think he's hilarious. Right. Um, <laughs> I have a great time with him. So I didn't really need... I had companionship, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and for the things that he could do. They can't do for right. us. So I was able to find that right. with other people and mm -hmm. that was cool, but I wanted it to stay there. Right. You know? Um, I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. I really had, I mean, those are my golden years. I had a great time. When I decided to settle down with Chris, I didn't even decide. It honestly just happened. Right? We were dating. It was casual. We were having fun and things kind of snowballed quickly mm -hmm. if you ask me and um we just kind of ended up together but the reason that I allowed it to happen is because I felt like I did my my scale mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying and he's a good person mm -hmm. he's a good person I know that he's not going to um, disrespect me I know that um I can depend on him I know that he um loves my son mm -hmm. and he does not try to be his father father mm -hmm. he gets him where he fits in with Omar and that is what I need in a partner because mm -hmm. I, I don't really need anybody to raise him but help me raise him you right. see what I'm saying and support you when you're right, raising right and and be respectful of how I choose to raise him mm -hmm. don't come in here trying to tell me how to raise my child I don't like stuff like that mm -hmm. um, and he's very respectful of that um, and he's just a good person overall mm -hmm. he's just he has good energy 
Um, and that's why I was like, I don't meet people like this very often. And even the physical, everything else kind of fell in line. But the truth of the matter is, is that I knew he was a good person. And I know that that's very rare. And so I said, you know what, if I don't marry this person, if I don't, you know, stay with this person, I don't think I'm going to meet anybody else like this. And am I okay with that? Mm, and I fine. wasn't. Right. So that's why I decided to move forward with him. But you made a decision, and that's good. Like, right. you weren't desperately, you weren't in your singledom desperately seeking coupledom. You were enjoying your singledom. You were content. You were happy. Like, more than content. When he asked me to marry him, I was honestly surprised. I was c completely thrown off. I was shocked. I had just got back from Thailand. Mm -hmm. um, we went out to dinner at the Sundial. And I was talking about the trip, and I was talking about a near-death experience that I had with my mother on the trip. And I was in tears at the table talking mm -hmm. about it. And what's funny is that the, the couple that was behind us, the man proposed to her. And I'm like, oh, good for y'all. <laughs> Go ahead, y'all. And he's looking at them like, what the fuck? All right. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? Be happy for these people. Right. Like, stop it. He took my moment. Right. Um, I'm just like, I wasn't expecting it. I was completely caught off guard. Wow. Because we hadn't even really discussed marriage. Mm -hmm. We hadn't discussed it. I, I really did not. I thought that we were just enjoying and we were just going to be a couple. And that's what right. it was. And I was okay with that. Mm -hmm. um, I was not expecting to be married. I certainly wasn't expecting to have any more kids. Mm -hmm. But anyway, that's neither here nor okay. there. The whole point is, is that... I was content with myself. I was uh, in a good situation financially. I had my shit together. So I was able to be in a relationship. I think that people are neglecting to do the footwork on themselves first before joining. And then they're wondering why this shit ain't working out. It's not working out because you're not ready. But we're taught that, though. If you think about, um, think back to middle school, high school, we are taught okay, as a young woman, you're going to date, you're going to have boyfriends, you're going to grow up, you're going to go to college, you're going to get married, have kids, have a house, have a picket fence, like, yeah. who's, we were all pretty much taught that, mm -hmm. either by media, by our families, even in, within our and own I, families. And I wanted that too when I was younger. But, but even then, is that really the time, or should they have been teaching us to take care of ourselves right. and how but they didn't know to do that right we know to do that now right. so we're going to raise our children differently right but our parents did not know that right. our parents simply gave us what they got right and then they did not um they weren't even in situations where they had to go too far outside of the realm of what they were taught right so it's not like um your mom or even my mom had some grand revelation like hey i should have really been getting myself together right that didn't happen for right. them right. but it has happened for us right and it could be because we want more for ourselves i do and i want more for my son i don't right. want him to i mean my son is 15 years old i do not want him in three to six years thinking that he has to go get married right you don't well boys to. don't have that same pressure anyway but I don't want I don't want a girl putting that pressure putting on that him, pressure on him right, either. Right. I want him to be able to say to her, "Well, you know, I think we should be getting ourselves together." Mm -hmm. It's not like he wants to be out in the streets hoeing. Mm -hmm. I want to get myself together. Well, this that's another thing too. We talked about this last night. Hoeing. Yes, <laughs> hoeing. So, I don't see anything wrong with hoeing. I on. don't. If you're honest about it. Yes. So if you are, and I told old my son this because he's 11. He act like he don't. He's not interested in women, but he is. Right. Because I be seeing him checking for people. <laughs> anyway, but I told him I said, you know, it's natural for young men and young women to like a lot of different people because your emotions are all over the place and whatever. But never lie to a girl and say 
I like you and I want to be with just you. Right. But if then you, you but then you like other girls and you think other girls are pretty and you like those girls too. Just tell her, I like you. I think you're really pretty. But I like that other girl too. Mm-hmm. Is that okay with you? Right. Give her the choice. Never remove the choice from somebody. Because when you're dishonest, you can't come back from that. You cannot. So it's important that we teach our sons and young men and young women that it's okay to want to date multiple people. I don't like the stigma where, oh, you got to be with just one person. No, if you're not ready for that and you want to date, you want to see what's going on out there, more power to you, but be honest about it. And that's the stigma that happened to me. It's like I think about in my younger years dating somebody and then they like me and they want to wife me up. Mm -hmm. And so then now I'm with this person. For two or three years. Right. And you're like, hold on, wait. And it's like, what did I do? Right, right. And and you know what? That's that um, complacency is evil. Right. Because it will rob you of joy, time, um, of better. Right. And it did. But the thing is that people, that's, that's, how do you know? How do you know, hey, I'm being complacent or, hey, no, this is really a good, this is not a bad situation. Because you have to ask yourself, though, do I like you or do I like you because you like me? Or do I like you because I want to be in a relationship? And all of those are real. And I think those are very honest things that we have to ask ourselves. We have to look in the mirror. That's not even something we get from another does person. This, does this person treat me well? Mm-hmm. Do I demand respect of this person? Do I even know this person? Right. Because is this person my friend? Six to 12 months is really what it takes for you to get to know somebody for right. real. You need to see them sick, angry, broke. frustrated, broke, mm-hmm. super excited and mm-hmm. celebrating something. Mm-hmm. Like, do they spend all their money mm-hmm. just because something great happened? Mm-hmm. Do they like to eat because they're happy or sad? Because, you know, I like... Girl, you know, I like to eat. And I, I, I don't need them eating with me like that. Listen, I need them to tell me stop eating. Right. You're not hungry. You don't need that Go damn brush cupcake. Your teeth. You already have about three damn cupcakes, bitch. How much more you want? Why did you buy a dozen cupcakes? Because you, you know I like them. <laughs> you know you want my ass to be fat so I don't go out in these streets right. after the food. That's all that is. <laughs> So I blame you partly. I blame you. But um, no, I think those are, like, we don't ask ourselves those questions. And I, I'm, not a, I'm not afraid to ask myself those questions anymore. But the, this is the thing, too. What you want changes. It's fluid. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not static. It's fluid. Mm-hmm. So today I might want this. But then the next day that shit might get on my nerves. Right. So how do you really know when you're dating somebody? That's why I was like, with Thugaboo, I'm like, okay... You enjoy him. He's good to you in this aspect. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you that there's not much. I'm not telling you to put up with right, what right, you don't right. feel like you deserve. But there's not much better in these streets. So, uh, does the good outweigh the bad? Right. So with him, because you didn't. have to. Okay, that's what I'm saying. So, and that's how, and that's what I had to honestly answer. I wanted the good to outweigh mm-hmm. the bad, but it did not. Right. And so, and then that at that point you have to walk. Yeah. Away, and right? I and that's what I did. And it was very difficult because I was attached to him mm-hmm. and I enjoyed him, but the bad definitely outweighed the good mm-hmm. in that situation and at the end of the day because you have a backbone and you respect yourself you chose yourself over somebody I else did. i had to love myself more and i will forever do that i will always love myself more and because of that you will always win mm-hmm. because women oftentimes make accommodations for men because they want to say i'm in a relationship i'm married i'm whatever but they're miserable Right. They're miserable. They are not happy that that union is not a good one. They try to put the smile on their face because they think that that's what they're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. But they're completely fucking miserable. Well, I mean, because that's, that's, that's the stigma, too. Like, 
does being with someone or being married mean being happy? No, it does not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I have been single and happier than a motherfucker. Right. I've been out here with girl, girl, <laughs> cooking my heels like Jiminy Cricket, like, okay? Hey, girl, what's your yes. major for you? Nothing. I don't it have one. That's amazing. It has nothing to do it's with me. being happy. And I want to I wanna love me and my life. I want my son to see me loving me and right. my life because I want when it's time for him to move on to his next phase of life, I want to release him in a great way. I don't right. want him to feel like he said something to me. Um, it was last year when um, I actually started talking to Thugaboo. And I was like, well, what do you think? And he was like, well, I don't know. We have to get to know him, but I don't want you to get comfortable with being alone. And he didn't mean alone, like, just by myself, but he meant alone in life. So that's the jaded that we're talking about. Yeah. Okay? That's ex- I'm so glad that your child is that insightful. Oh, my God. Because he was like, look, I don't want this old-ass lady calling me at 76. Talking about, let my dog out for me. Come get my groceries. Right. My back fell out. I can't pick nothing it's up. Come over here. Over. How come you haven't called right. me? He doesn't want to be completely and responsible I don't be that for, for him. you. Right. I want... Me and my man to be growing old together. Right. And all of our children come check on us sometimes. Right. But I want us to have our own life. Yeah, and he, I, I get that. Right. And I understand. It's a it's a heavy weight and responsibility for... And him being the only. Right. 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 And because he loves you the way that he does. Mm-hmm. He's like, shit, I love her. So I'm going to have to do it if nobody shows up. Lord, please let somebody show up for right. my mom. I cannot do this. But the truth is, is that you have girlfriends. You have yeah. brothers. You have, you know, so it's not... I don't, and you're not that kind of character or personality where you be, would be dependent upon your son. Right. Um, but it does get lonely. It does. You know, and everybody, everybody deserves companionship. Mm-hmm. Everybody deserves love. But it's just, it's hard to find the level of companionship and love that you feel you deserve. It's just hard. Mm-hmm. People have a hard time matching your standards or meeting your expectations. So it's like, what do you do at that point? You have to make accommodation. That's why I'm trying. This is right. what I keep coming back to. Because it's that a real nobody thing. is perfect. You gonna meet somebody and you gonna like them, but this nigga don't know how to cook a fucking meal. He got a 460 credit score. He can't sweep a floor. He don't even know how to change a tire. Wait, that's it, it, a lot wrong. Hold on, that's a lot wrong but, with the one but, person. But yes, that's a lot wrong with one person. However, that person doesn't lie to you. Mm-hmm. That person does not cheat on you. Mm-hmm. That person loves you. That person supports you. So and loves Zion. And loves Zion. So you so gotta take the, the good with the bad. You and gotta then I think say, about what's fixable. You know what I mean? Credit, credit is fixable. Credit is fixable. You can teach somebody how to change a tire. You can teach them how to change a tire. Guess what? I enjoy a cleaning lady. I don't know. You want I, them to learn how to sweep? I that want. Party? Yes. Okay. I want. I need somebody that is clean. I like. I like cleanliness. We like. That's clean. very, it's very important to me. But, 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 but if that person is just not of the cleanliness ministry, mm-hmm. are you willing to hire a person? Absolutely. There especially you go. They, especially if they pay them for it. Yes. Girl, I'm like, that's what I'm saying. I want you to pay for your shortcomings, though. Right. Like whatever you're not showing up with, hire somebody to do it. Thank you. Listen, if you want, you don't you want to mow lawns. Go yes. ahead and hire somebody <laughs> to cut the goddamn grass, <laughs> and we good. I like that. I'm not. Listen, I'm, I'm see, not mad that at you. I'm okay with. See, just like I'm even there are, there are. I'm willing to be flexible on some things. I am. What I'm not willing to be flexible on is someone that respects me and treats me well. That's what I'm trying. And treats to my say. child well. Right. That's and those are the things that I want paramount. Like that's above all. Then um, it, I do want it to be somebody that I'm attracted to. 
I want to I want to look at them and be like, mm, I want to do you, right? Because if not, like, then what's the point? Mm-mm. I don't want to sit. But there at some point, though, all dry and closed up, right? Right? But right. you're a nice but guy. At, but at some point, though, right? In in long term, you can be like, shit, I'm kind you know, damn. You was cute, but damn, you kind of got him on there. Or you, you started, at least he started out you, that way. Right, right, right. You I don't s- want you to start out with me. I not agree. No, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. But you start to see people for who they yeah, really are. Yeah, that's true. You wake up with them every day. You know they breast stink. You know mm-hmm. what they stink breasts smell like. You know what they ass smell like. Right. You, so the, you start to see them as a person. Yes. They're not no longer this fictitious, beautiful character right. that you're dating, and you're so oh my god, so enamored by this person is perfect. You start to see them as a human, mm-hmm. right? Because nobody's perfect. And that's right? cool because I'm not like now. Like you're not gonna catch me wearing Spanx. Want to know why? You gonna take this? You, you gonna listen, take girl. These roles listen, first of all, I can't thighs. breathe in Spanx, and Spanx don't mm-hmm. fit me right. I don't know. They just don't work for me. I think it's because we're short waisted, so they kind of probably yeah, they just they it roll work. down. It doesn't. It doesn't we're work. We're short waisted. Yeah, it doesn't work for me. Yeah, so it just you know mm-hmm. that's why you're gonna get what you, what I give you. You're gonna get these dimples. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get this. Listen. You gonna get these arms that look like I can make a pot of greens and some you macaroni better stop and cheese? It. You better stop it. Listen, even at even at my even at my heaviest, I don't have a problem getting met. Girl, I was at the supermarket the other day and I told you somebody offered to pay for my damn groceries. Mm. I had people. I'm at the gas station. Probably like, can I pump your gas for you, ma'am? That still happens to me. And you know what? And that feels good. It feels good. Because even when you're not looking the way you want to look. It makes me feel like, okay, I don't have to be that fancy. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe I don't have to lose this other 2,000 pounds. <laughs> I'm still pulling them. I'm pu- I can pull them. I'll never listen, be alone. Listen. Yes. Yeah, no. No. Yeah. But I want to for me. Right. And but I also I want it. to for my partner. I want, and I you know You want to look your best for you and for your partner. Right. I want him to be proud of me. I right. want him to feel like... Oh, when we go out, like this is my wife. Yeah, I want him to feel good about me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, so I don't mind trying. Right. At least trying. Yeah. It may not be happening the way that it happened when I was 27, right? Because I'm closer to 40. Mm-hmm. But at least I'm making the effort. You know, yeah. I'm watching what I eat, I do whatever, and that's important too. Right. Having a partner that actually makes the effort. So your partner may not be as clean but you say to them look this is important to me if you see dishes in the sink at least put them in the dishwasher mm-hmm. and you see them making the effort to do it right that matters yeah, it does because it's not perfection but it's, it's not just, perfection it just it just really means that they're listening to you and they're trying and that, that feels good to me because they want you they, to be happy they make the effort for you yes right That's and i what, like that it's important yeah. but what happened like circling back to what your son said some people become so comfortable being alone because they do their dishes the way they like them. Mm-hmm. They put their groceries away the way they like them. They don't leave the dryer door open. <laughs> they close the damn shower curtain. They make the bed. They feel good when they walk in their space. If there's a mess, they know they made it, so right. they're comfortable with it. They're happy with. They're comfortable then you're with not being alone. Up somebody else's stuff because right. that's yeah that can be I know, and it's but I I will say that I am not so set that I'm comfortable with being alone forever. Right. So I think I think that's that's good. Like I'm still I am open to it. So you're still I, open. But mm, the definitely. thing is we all are I think everybody says that they're open then once they have the person in their situation like mm, I don't like that way that nigga cut his meat. I don't like the way he holds a fork when he cut he cut he cut like a <laughs> like a savage. Yes. 
Like, how old are you? Five or right. are you four? What's going or on? How here? much time did you do? Right, dude. Because yes. you just you eat. Yeah, okay. Right. I think that those nitpicky things. I think, but I think that's because they will grind your gears. They will. They will piss you off. But you I will think be that's where. I think that's where your outside relationships are important. Right. So, like, you can talk about the things that grind your gears, but ultimately, even when you talk about what grinds your gears, mm-hmm. you still come back to. But he's a really good person, right? And I'm I'm glad to have him, right? I think that being able to vent it out, if not to your partner, just to somebody that understands and can leave it there, I think that's important. So it doesn't mean that I'm not annoyed by how he cuts his meat. Or, the fact that Thugaboo had a, a hole in his sock and he thought it was okay, his whole heel hanging right. out, right? You know, it's like, I can talk about it. Crispy washcloths we talked about. <laughs> that was somebody else. Oh, oh <laughs> see that. That kind of shit. I'm telling you right there. So that's a small thing. Another woman might go to his house and be like, okay, I can work with this. I can just show you. Know him. What? We I'm need to throw, throw this out. This Let me throw this yes. out. I'm going to go to Target and get you some new washcloths. And that's cloths. it. We can work and this that's out. how we do this. And, right. But there were other things. But to things. you, you're like, hold on a second. No, that you are a grown ass man. There is no excuse for having crispy ass washcloths. Mm-hmm. Like, what's, did your mama give you these when you graduated college? Oh my you still gosh. have them? Like, what you is going still on have here? Them. But it was, it was, you know, it was a combination of other things. But and those are the things that stand out because they're funny, right? Those are things that could have changed if I really, really liked. But him. those are things that you start to see. Damn, I don't. Yeah, I don't like this. Yeah, those are things like, that I don't you're like just how like. You live. Also, his bathroom was dirty, and I feel like when you invite a woman over, especially a woman, any company, but especially a woman, your bathroom should be sparkling. You know what somebody said to me once. This guy that I know went out with this girl that we mutually knew, and he really liked her. They event they went on a couple dates. Um, she spent the night at his house. After she spent the night at his house, and they fooled around, but they didn't have sex. Mm-hmm. Um, after she spent the night at his house, he was calling her, and she wasn't returning his calls. So he reached out to me like, "What's going on? Like, Aww. I thought we had a good time. Like, what happened?" She ghosted him. She ghosted him. So I called her. I was like, "Girl, tell me what happened." She said, "Girl." When I spent the, when I spent the night at his house, his sheets were so funky they smelled like he had never changed them. She said his pillowcase smelled like old drool from last year. Oh no! But because he was probably nose blind to the smell because it's his scent, right. he didn't realize that when somebody else lays in your bed, they smell in that funky. Yeah. It's like you gotta change your sheets, boo boo. And you have to wash your pillows. Right. So I reached out to him and I said, "Hey, just going forward, you need to change your sheets. It changes life." Yeah. It changed his life because other women, now he's in a relationship mm-hmm. because he learned from that situation. But I'm like, you could have just told that man. You didn't have to talk she to didn't him. Like him. She didn't like him. She didn't like him enough, I right. guess, to, to make I think when you like somebody enough, you do. But she was all the way turned off. She said from that okay. situation, she's like, because she could have worked with him. He was a good guy. He mm-hmm. was not completely unattractive. He had his shit together, you know. Um, she's like, I liked him. But that turned me all the way off. She was like, it smelled so... She's like, I couldn't even sleep. She's like, I just did it because I didn't know how to make my exit. I wanted to leave. She's like, as soon as I laid down, I was like, "Mm mm-mm. Yeah. Mm Mm-mm. She's like, I was going to give him some booty until I laid down in that bed, and I smelled it. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. This It just smelled disgusting. And I'm like, well, I'm sure there's a lot of other men out there that don't know. You have to frequently change your sheets. Yes. You have to wash your towels. You can't use the same towel for three months. No. There's just certain, you see what I'm saying? Like, that was her limit. Mm-hmm. He didn't cheat on her. He didn't lie to her. Dirty sheets was her limit. She said, no. He's a grown-ass man. He should know better. I'm not fucking with him. And he had good credit. Did she have it? Her shit together. He had his shit together. 
Now see, I, now I might, and he had all his teeth. Mm-hmm. I might, teeth, I honey. might have. Um, I get where she's coming from, though, and I think that that also comes when you feel like you have other options. It's like, yeah, she's cute. She's cute. It's like you know what? I don't have to do. But guess with this. what? He's in a relationship now, and, she and is she's not. not. Mm, but you know what? what? I don't think she cares. I think that she is a person that is very successful mm-hmm. and very content in her single. Okay. So I don't think that she cares. I think that she is choosing not to be in a relationship. Okay. I think she's enjoying her life. So it's not happening to her. It's right. her choice. Right. It's her right. choice. But at the same time, he's happy in a relationship. With his new clean sheets. Mm-hmm. And his woman that'll mm-hmm. say, let's change these sheets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, whatever she dismissed, another woman was like, I'll take that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Wow. You have to choose. Yeah. Well, I I know that I am willing to be flexible. And I have been flexible. I've been very flexible. I think I I've have, been flexible in moments that I shouldn't have been. Well, definitely. Like, mm-hmm. in retrospect, I was flexible with all these uh, Negroes, and mm-hmm. I shouldn't have been. Like, I, you know, I had one <laughs> relationship. This dude was a man-child. Girl. I had no business being with him. Mm. But... I had come out of another relationship that was so stressful and I started seeing man child and he was so fun. Mm-hmm. He was so much fun. And we fun laughed. is so fun. Oh my gosh. I laughed and laughed and he was just so, every time we connected, spoke, text, anything, it was so fun. But you had to raise him up. He was a man child. You had to literally raise him up. Oh my gosh. And he was so, uh-uh. It was not good. It, he so was you just, didn't think that you could... You could. No, I tried though. Mm-hmm. I really tried. Mm-hmm. And he is. So, he was so gifted, but he was just lazy and just Peter Pan, mm-hmm. but the worst kind of Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. And so I had to leave that shit alone. Right. I was like, I'm out. And then fast forward, I found out that he got into another relationship with a woman. They just had a baby. And she was like, can we just co-parent? For the very same reason. Because he's a fucking man child. And she didn't want to have to raise two children. His Mm-mm. baby and him. Right. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Right. And it, it almost, th- that many years later, it like, because they just had their baby this year, it made me feel like, wow, I was not wrong. Right. It validated it. <clears throat> you listened to yourself. You listened to your intuition. And it was right. Like, he wasn't, it's not like he was wonderful for everyone else and awful for me. He's a fucking man child. Right. And... That's who he wants to be. So it's going to take a woman who's okay with that or he's going to be by, by his damn self. Right. But, okay. And if he's by himself, he'll be forced to man up. That's true. He'll be forced to not right. be a child anymore. Because you got to pay your own bills. You got to clean your own house. You got to... And he didn't. He lives in his parents' house. And they live in California. So he just has this house for free. He pays nothing. Yes, he knows. Man child. The the parents are responsible for, for that too. Mm-hmm. They need to go ahead and let him go. Mm-hmm. Regardless of the situation, I could be a trillionaire. If I see that I am holding my son back by enabling his destructive behaviors, I'm cutting that fucking cord. You got you to. You got to figure it out. And guess what? Everything you're doing now is preparing him so that you won't have to cut the cord. So He'll be ready to walk out into the, life. And that's a different uh, subject for another day, mm-hmm. our intentional parenting, because I am a very intentional parent. And we can talk right? about that. So, so I think um, we need to... Hold on, let me see. Oh, we get... Yeah. Um, knowing the questions to ask. So we talked about... Um, 
<laughs> we talked about knowing questions to ask about finances. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know because what, you know what's interesting to me mm-hmm. about is uh, your plans for retirement. Right. Like some people Do you don't have, have anything put away for retirement, mm-hmm. or they or they had to tap into it um, because they you know you can tap into your right, 401k like your if you to need buy to a car if or your a house. roof blows off yes. and you need to replace your roof yeah, and you and find that yourself happens. in a bad situation, mm-hmm. fine, you borrow against your 401k. Right. I totally get that, but there are some people that have no plans for retirement, no. and you have to think when you become older if you're in a partnership and you have your shit together and you have. A retirement fund and you're able to retire retire comfortably but this person is not then they're gonna have to live off of what you right do you love them enough to do that and do is, you, is there enough to do that right right are because you comfortable with, are you comfortable with being responsible no because what would happen is that they would just still continue to work that mm-hmm. person would have to work to hold up their end of the bargain yes. while you're sitting drinking lemonade in yes. a shade. So you may go be a greeter right. at Walmart. You gotta do what you gotta do. You may go be working at Home Depot with Right, your but you're not gonna be living off my shit. You're not gonna sit here I, sipping my lemonade because with I me. Made, <laughs> right, because I made smarter decisions right. than you did. You know, you the partner has to level up mm-hmm. and say, okay, my partner has it together. I need to match what they're contributing. Right. And even though it may be uncomfortable, like, shit, I would rather use this money to go shopping or, or buy this or go and have drinks or do whatever. You have to make wiser decisions as you get older right. in order to be on the same level with your partner. You don't want your partner to feel too out of sync with you. Right. right. And I think, I mean, at some point, like, when you're immature, those wise decisions hurt. But as you mature and you're thinking about who you are as a whole person and your future self those wise decisions those sacrifices start to feel better right like, because you're you're removing your ego yeah so when your partner says to you hey you need to get your shit together because when i retire that money is for me mm-hmm. okay i'm the one that worked and retired you're not gonna be living off my retirement right it's not and yes they may not say it as brash as i did but <laughs> i don't know who says things as brash as you do listen you already know <laughs> um but it's your job as the partner if you want to be on the same playing field as your partner to remove your ego and say you know what this person is right yeah they said it fucked up but they're right i need to do better for myself and put away so that when she retires or he retires we are on the same level and we can enjoy our retirement together right you know we have to be aligned our goals have to be aligned Mm -hmm. you know we want to buy a house fine is my credit together? Right. Do I have anything to contribute to the down payment? Um, you know, I want to be on the mortgage with the person. Or, yeah, I want a new car too, but I can't afford to do it on the... What can I do to improve my credit? Like, that kind of stuff. Right. Because that matters. Mm-hmm. It does. You don't want to be too out of sync with your partner because then your partner's not really going to respect any advice that you have to give to them because they feel like, well, I'm doing better than you. How right. can you advise me? And you don't want to be too proud to ask for advice, right. guidance, help. Right. If you can go to your partner, which is somebody that you ought to trust, and be able to say, look, my credit sucks right now. Help me. What do, what do I do? Yes. What do I and do? And then if, even if your partner doesn't know, your partner should say, okay, well, we're going to figure this shit out together. Right. We're going to find out together. And really take action to fix things don't think that the problem is just going to fix itself or it's going to go away really say okay i'm i want to be on the same playing field as my my husband i need to do better Mm -hmm. my credit is not great i'm in financial despair what can i do to improve so that i can be a good partner for my 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 spouse Mm -hmm. 
you have to I make sacrifices. I'm coming with student loans. And Listen, I, yes, <laughs> and the thing is that you have to be transparent about that from the beginning. And I am. Hey, we get married next before week, you, but before, before you get married, I got. 250k yes that i owe fam you girl before you even fall in love with me yes i'm just gonna go ahead and tell you right this. right because i don't even want you to waste your feelings right right because just so that you know and i'm then, not telling you you have to pay it right. i'm just telling you that that's, that's what i'm coming with and when you get married it also becomes a joint thing mm -hmm. but you're giving them a choice you didn't yes. remove their choice you didn't get married to them and then after the fact say oh yeah by the way yeah. i got 225 we yeah. yes <laughs> listen sally may just called they said bitch or fanny Mae or whoever the hell i need my 150k up front right now not no down payment not last month first month whatever i need i want all of it so today what we doing how we gonna figure this out yeah. and i would never want to do that right so don't I, don't take somebody's choice away well i think be transparent be transparent and honest from the jump about your financial standing your emotional standing everything i your think needs. that your needs what you, but like I said, those can change. Your needs and your wants can change. Needs can change, but I, but also I think being transparent means that when something changes, you talk about it. Right. Because when people don't talk about it, that's what lands. But sometimes us in people those. are scared to talk about it because they don't want to hurt their partner's feelings, and they're like, hmm, if I say this, they're gonna take it personally, or they're gonna think that I don't like them anymore, or they're gonna it's gonna start an argument because they're a lot of people cannot receive criticism, so they'll say I don't think this person's doing the right thing I want to tell them I want to talk to them about it but every time I try and speak to them about it it's a argument it's mm -hmm. a conflict because that person internalizes everything and makes everything an insult when I'm not insulting them I'm just making a valid point like hey you could do better if you did this let me help you but there's but what they hear is you fucking up right and you're not doing shit right and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm better than you and that's not what you're saying you're saying hey everybody makes mistakes this is a mistake that you're making that I'm noticing. Mm -hmm. And as your partner, I want to help you do better. Let me help you. Let's let's fix this. But a lot of people can't remove their ego and hear that. You know? So there's that. Right. But there's also, we're going to work on your diplomacy. You have to, mm -hmm. not just you, but any people who battle diplomacy. Right. I think it's um, a matter of being able to sometimes draw the conversation on a little bit more to soothe that person. Right. And then go in for the kill. Right. Versus... Just going in for the kill. Right. So Bitch, you're fat, <laughs> cupcakes. And Versus like, saying, hey, baby, you know what? Let's go for a walk today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, then talking about, like, hey, you know, what are some things that you're hoping to accomplish, you know, in terms of, like, like you do have to be broad and then bring it down to let that other person say, well, you know, this is something that I've kind of been thinking about. Say, oh, well, how do you want to go about that? I'm great at having those types of conversations, but, but not that, everybody is. And I understand that. But there's also a fine line of having a conversation in action. Yeah. So you can have conversation with somebody all you want. Unless that person is willing and really does take action to repair those problems, then it's pointless. It's pointless. We could say, yes, I owe taxes. I owe this or I owe that. I'm going to fix it. But when? So that so that's where it becomes more of a business conversation. Mm -hmm. So like I in terms of what I do for my day job, whenever I have a meeting with somebody, I close it out with the next steps. Mm -hmm. Here's what you can expect from me. Mm -hmm. What can I expect from you? Right. Or here's also what I need from you. But I think that that's then, an element that's missing though. When we have something that we need to do, I understand that. But we should ask. Like I agree, okay, so but a lot of people don't feel that way. A lot of people feel like mind your business. Why are you trying to? Damn, you asking me again? Like I yep, told you, I'm you are my business because right. we're sleeping next to each other. I told you I'm gonna fix this shit. Like leave me alone. Well, now see. 
so you can't when right when no, are you but, gonna but fix that's, it i think that in the when calm, years start passing and you said you were gonna fix something and it's two years now and the shit still isn't fixed mm-hmm. then what do you do as the partner to encourage the person to action so i think that this is going to lead us into another conversation gotcha so we are going to put a kickstand on this because i think we're going in a good direction in terms of that topic but so our next episode is going to be toxic relationships and bad situations yeah which what we're talking about can is, contribute to that absolutely so um i don't know i think that we've really think, done a great job i think that we do better when we know we're not recording each other I think that our conversation, maybe we'll become more comfortable as time goes on, but I think our conversations are bomb when we're not recording. But also, we've had this conversation. That's true. So, we're just regurgitating. Oh, we're trying. This one is going to be a good one. Oh, hell yeah. Because we haven't, we've had it about some things, but now we're going to have it about, you know, other things. Right, right. I think this is great. And you know what, too? We're not against people asking questions or bringing up topics that they want us to discuss. Mm -hmm. Um, Your handle on IG is Aaron, A-R-I-N-503. So they can send you a DM. And mine is Rye, R-Y-E, 7002. Mm -hmm. So they can send me questions or anything they want me to talk about. And my page is actually public. So mine I is think a, yours I is private. Yeah. I don't need. You know what's funny? I work corporate also. However, you're not as sherry as me though. Exactly. So yeah, my my sherry. So if I want to put little... my booty cheek on, you know, I don't need my boss to be like, "Girl, why is your booty cheek on the ground?" Also, girl, but your booty cheek look good on the ground. Hey. Yes. Not but, right um, now, but that's okay. It's, it's getting back. It's girl, getting back. You look good. Thank you, boo. You just don't look how you want to look, <sighs> but you look good because you have seen some examples, some non-examples out here in these streets. Oh, I have. Okay. Yes, ma'am. So I think that um, Fire at Will is going to be a success. I do too. And I enjoy it. I enjoy the conversation. And I wish that I had this. I wish that I had somebody to listen to. So that's why I think that what we're doing is is important. Because there are so many times that I wish that somebody would have said to me, You don't have to do this. And hey, figure out what you want first. Mm-hmm. Kind of give me a guideline of what to do so right. I could have avoided some mistakes. Yes, I had to learn the hard way with a lot of things. I would have liked to have made new mistakes. Right. Not the same old mistakes that, that, that thousands people making of people... For generations. Yes. That my mama's mama mama's mama made. Yes. You know, I want to do better. Right. So my, our children are going to make new mistakes because we're already going to tell... We're going to cover this. Right. Now, if you all try to make these same mistakes, well, look, it's not because we didn't try to help you. Right. But... I want to make new ones. I don't want to make the same old mistakes. And we're always going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. We're not perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't. That's not the the purpose of this. No. The purpose of this is to let you know that there's somebody out here that has been through what you've been through, mm-hmm. and you don't have to go through what we went through. Not at all. And what you're feeling is okay. Right. Sometimes you just need your it's feelings normal. to be validated. Right. 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 And if okay. you did make a mistake, you can recover from you it. Can. You're not. You're not. You. You aren't your mistake. Mm-mm. Right? You can mm-hmm. bounce back from a mistake. You can correct yourself. As long as you're on the wake-up list, you can move forward. Hello. We were on the wake-up list this morning. Listen, God said, and girl, we woke get up your ass we felt up. Like it. Well, my daughter's screaming. <laughs> screaming at the top of her lungs. Well, you my, hey, up. girl, hey. <laughs> well, you woke up when she told you to, but yes. we were still on the list. But that was, so, all, that was Jesus. Yes. Mm-hmm. And as long as we are waking up, like sometimes, some mornings I wake up and I open one eye and I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. She's, she's still here. Mm-hmm. She came on through. Mm-hmm. Right. Attitude of gratitude. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time. So this is Aaron and Rye signing off. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Love I enjoyed it. it. I did too. All right. Bye. Bye.